0: Today's guest is comedian Ricky Velez, whose debut comedy special, Here's Everything, is now available on HBO Max. Pete Davidson and Judd Apatow are executive producers of the special. Michael Bonfiglio directs. Ricky acted in and co-produced last year's hit comedy, The King of Staten Island, with Judd Apatow, and is currently working with Judd on a new top-secret project, of which we'll learn nothing about today. (laughs) I'm Gregory Day. You're listening to an ad-free episode of the Portland Podcast. Thanks to Alyssa Mishnovitz of HBO for connecting us with Ricky today. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Let's hear more now from Ricky on the special.
1: Hi, Gregory. You have Ricky.
0: Hello, hello. We're going to do a tight 15. Hello, Ricky. Hi, Gregory. How are you? Uh, Fantastic. And uh, yes, you've got this fabulous new special coming out. Here's everything. Today's press day, so... Yeah, I hope you've fun, had. Fun. Uh, you're right, lots of talking and uh, lots of push in this because it's it's a great special, and uh, I've done a lot of research on on you know your past and it's a very interesting career path you've had. I mean, you could have been in the Coast Guard at this point in your life. Yeah. So yes, I could. You very well could have. I mean, you you volunteered. You, I'm sure you went through all the the process to get enlisted, and then some kind of issue with your health. Um, uh, yeah. A, yeah what was that
1: when i was younger i had seizures that were unexplained and it left a spike in my brainwave. and when i went to meps during one of the testing situations they were they're like hey we need you so i've uh went ahead and got a cat scan on uh the american tax dollar and i learned that i uh was ineligible to be in the military.
0: Well, that's that's a concern, right? But it's good that you didn't get to the part where you have to spread your cheeks because it's very demeaning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It, we, I went pretty far in the process. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm ex-military, it's, it's great to hear oh, that uh, thank you're you a patriot. For I really
1: appreciate that. I yes. love, I love veterans. Thank you so
0: much. Oh, yes, that's that's great. You've had uh, you've had some ups and downs, and um, it's very interesting hearing about uh, how how your parents uh, treated you growing up. That kept you busy. That kept you out of trouble, uh, for the most part. And uh, you got a, a like a huge, a huge break meeting uh, Larry Wilmore at Caroline's. I believe you were 23 at the time?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was 23 around that. yeah. That's right. It and was a really cool experience, and Larry's just really a great guy. And if there's anybody to learn about TV with, it's Larry.
0: You know, he has so much experience, and he had a lot of momentum headed into that show. And it's, it's a funny show. You were featured on some segments, too, the Cuba segment. <laughs> I don't know if you know that much about Cuba, but it's a very poor country. And uh, but you, you had some funny segments on that show. Uh, also, yeah, the show
1: really let me. Uh, the show gave me a good chance of showing what I can do. Show show my stand up in a different way. That's
0: right, and you've got some acting background too. You could have been a full time actor, in New York, and on the New York theater circuit.
1: I mean, I, I don't know if I'm. I'm not, I don't know if I'm that <laughs> that great. I mean, I I like acting, but the theater is a different beast it is. that I've yet to. It really into. is.
0: Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, emote. I
1: definitely, I got to. I got to see a lot of it growing up, and it, it's always impressive.
0: Yeah, it really is. And you've put in your time, too, I, I believe. I was listening to your, your chat with Ted Jones, and I think you mentioned that you, you spent three years at one club only at one point in New York.
1: Yeah, you know, the Broadway Comedy Club. I sat there, and I learned my craft. I took, I I stayed, I, I think about it like this. During that time, I was 19. All my friends were like, what are you doing? Because they went off to college and they stayed. I went to college and I decided not to. But my college was sitting at that comedy club and learning who's good, who's not. How do you do this correctly? How, how, like, how do you move forward in it? And then after I got out of there, I was passed within every comedy club in New York City, probably by the age of 24.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, and that must have been such a high to be discovered by Larry, but you had a low point uh, after that show got cancelled. I mean, you're riding high now. I mean, you're working with, with Judd Apatow on a new project that you can't talk about, I'm sure, but you're yes. riding high. You have hit some lows, though, and that was uh, that was kind of a blow after the Larry Wilmore show got cancelled, but uh, it's... Yeah, it's I was going through
1: a lot. my builds character. You know, losing my losing my
0: mom yes. was
1: definitely one of the hardest experiences for me my brothers um how old were you bent. how old were
0: you at, when you lost your mother
1: i was 26
0: yeah i was 23 when i lost my mother it really hits hard so at that tired. age no at that age it really hits hard
1: yeah and it was uh and my mom was a big big part of my stand up career my mom came to montreal comedy festival oh really like i yeah i mean i my mom was at a lot of shows my mom was around a lot she
0: was supportive
1: so um beyond supportive because um, i think you know as much as like she was worried about a kid that wasn't able to get into the military wasn't she believed in it and she got it and i think um it was really hard to lose her especially during that time when i was losing the career stuff because it just yeah. felt like the whole yeah. world was coming down
0: Yeah, yeah. So, a low point, but, you know, you have a co-producer credit on one of the biggest films of, what, last year, The King of Staten Island. Your job was basically, you were Carrie Fisher on this film. You you were punching up the (laughs) script. You know, that is an incredible break, and, you know, to be taken under the wing of... Of Judd Apatow. I-, I can really sense from your interviews how grateful you are. It's not something you took for granted. Definitely no silver spoon here.
1: Oh. You know What was interesting about Judd was just like, you know, I had been around him. I had seen him in the clubs. I had seen him and we just didn't know each other. So I'm, I'm very much an introvert. I don't really go yeah. out. I don't go out of my way. Really? I don't walk up to people. If I don't know the comic, I don't talk to the comic. Really? Like, I don't I'm not that person. I'm mm. not. So I kind of stayed to myself and me and him never spoke. And Pete was advocating for me. He was like, he's the funniest. You have to see him. You have to give him an audition. You have to do this. And he did. And it mean, after that, Judd started watching my stand up a bunch and he, he made me a writer. He bought me final draft.
0: I think you've referred to him as a second dad at some point. I think he's probably a better yes. dad than Uncle Rico throwing you hundreds back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he has such high praise for you, Judd Apatow, and he believes in you, and you're going to be working again together. So yes. you are riding high, my man, riding I high. I appreciate it. It feels good. And you've got a son. You talk about your son a lot. You love being a dad. Love to hear that. And I love when yeah. comedians talk about their kids. It's very relatable. Leo, what's his name?
1: Yeah, Leo. Yeah, Leo Casvelez. Cas was my mom's name. Oh, isn't that nice? It so. was, yeah. And yeah. Um, he's smart. He's funny. He's just really, really, really incredible to have in my life. And he's been a huge part of the healing Oh, uh, great, great. My mom passing and the rest of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you see any traits of your mother and your son? Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's not funny. Yeah. It's in the DNA. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And, right. And boy, he was born on 9 11. That's yeah. remarkable. You know,
1: Pete Davidson turned to my wife, and her due date was 9 13. He turned to her and went, you're going to have a kid on 9-11, and if that happens, I get to be the godfather. And we were like, all right, man, <laughs> thinking he never had a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that but was actually going to be my next question, is how did he become the godfather?
1: Me and Pete are best friends. I mean, yes. we know what each other are going to say before we say it. Yeah. Um, When I need somebody to talk to, when he needs somebody to talk to, we've both gone through the grief um when my mom died he was the first person to show up to my house
0: oh really when, really
1: yeah you don't I talk about kid, this was... too
0: much but uh i appreciate no. you doing that uh, it's tough
1: um and when uh when when i had my kid he was just uh sitting in the waiting room so i mean he's uh, i'm there for him in that way and he's there for me in that way so i mean like i, I know He'll, he's so good to my kid. He loves being who he is to him, and um, it's great. Right,
0: that's a big responsibility with being a, a godfather. I wonder if he's uh, done all the research.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he just thinks it's come by, give awesome gifts, and uh, get a lot of hugs. But my kid <laughs> is infatuated with him. He loves Pete. Oh, really? And it's a great relationship that I'm uh, I'm grateful to have.
0: You know the special comes out next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but October twenty third. Very interesting introduction to this. It's in black and white, and it really pulled me in straight from the get go. Would you like to touch on on the thinking behind that and what you're trying to convey with that with that intro?
1: That was something else that turned out being that that what you're oh, looking really? at right there. What you're looking Another at right project? there is... No, 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 no. What you're looking at there... You, the guy that directed my uh, special, Michael Bonfiglio. he's a he's a documentary maker.
0: Yes, right.
1: And he's done Seinfeld, uh, Goldman, and now me. And what you're looking at right there is me sort of right after a breakdown. Um, I, I was just overwhelmed that day. Right. And me and my wife had a conversation. And if you look at the second shot, when I'm sitting on the stool,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you look all the way in the corner, I'm actually sitting right across from my wife.
0: Right? Right.
1: So you're 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 seeing you we didn't put the words in of what the conversation was or what it was, but you're looking at me probably at my most vulnerable.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's aptly titled Here's Everything <laughs> Yes There you go I know you can't talk about what you're going to be working on next Top secret project It's a big project I hope you're going to be doing stand-up again pretty soon And uh, the future for Ricky Velez This is my final question i got to wrap it up here Do a tight 15 with you
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, the future of Ricky Velez Another I, I I like kid clip. maybe Yeah <laughs> Uh, I mean, me and my wife are back in the world again. We just sat inside with the kids, so I think we're gonna enjoy life for a little bit more. <laughs> but I really don't like trying to put a plan to have anything because yeah. none of my plans ever turn out the way I think them. So yeah. I just kind of let. You know, the world's been very nice to me and has taken care of me. And um, yeah. I really want to be. Yes. I want to be a director. I want to be a producer. Oh really? Uh, Take. Oh, yeah. And I want to take these tools that I've been shadowing Judd Apatow, one of the best comedy directors in the world for the last three years. And I want to put all that work and take all those tools and make something incredible.
0: Oh, that is so great to hear. I love your ambition. And I'll be checking your IMDb page because it's going to be full. You've got momentum. (laughs) Things are going wonderful for you. I know you've come a long way. And uh, yeah, and we'll follow your career very closely. This is this is a big break for you. This is a big deal. It's an HBO comedy special, one hour. Can't wait Thank for you. everybody to enjoy it as I did. October twenty third. Here is everything, or here's everything with Ricky Velez. Much obliged, Ricky. You gotta bounce out, so I uh, do. Have Thank fun you. with your press day, and much obliged. Cheers. Thank you so much. Bye. And thank you for listening to the Portland Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Day. If you'd like to contact me directly, you can reach me at greg at We'll be back with a brand new episode very shortly. See you then.